0: We are up to, we're actually up to the next Perik. The next Perik we already talked about previously. The first two Mishnas are talking about the last of the, the ervas, which is So Ruben was married to Leah, and he passed away childless. And then after he died, a child, a brother was born. So she cannot, we say an H is oh, A wise brother, there's no midst of evil. Hence, she's forbidden to that brother-in-law, and she's totally free. Not only she doesn't need dibu, she doesn't need Khalidzah, she is totally free. Rab Shimon says, if, for example, there was another brother, Shimon, who was around, and Shimon married her. And then this young boy, uh, the third brother was born. And then Shimon died, according to Rab Shimon, this, uh, this woman now, who originally was Reuven's wife, is no longer considered Reuven's wife. She now became Shimon's wife. And this brother was born while they were still married together, Shimon and this woman. So therefore, uh, Levi can marry this woman. The Chachamim say, no, that this woman, even though she's now married to Shimon, still is considered Reuven's wife. And the Iser of an is still there, and therefore she cannot marry Levi. And now that she cannot marry Levi, the other woman, the other wife of Shimon is called the tsaras of of an erva, and and they're permitted. And then we said that if Shimon himself agrees or concedes that if this brother was born before Shimon married Reuven's wife, knows Reuven was married to a woman, he had a brother Shimon, Reuven died, and then Levi was born. And then Shimon married her since she was born. At the time that he was born, she was already also to this young boy, to this baby. So the Issa remains, even though Shimon married her later. And then Shimon died, there's um, an Issa for Reuben's original wife to marry Levi because the Issa, once the Issa is on her, it doesn't disappear. Okay, that's this Mishnah and the next Mishnah. So let's learn the Mishnah. It says in Mishnah, Kate uh, what's an example of H's Achim, the wife of her brother, that didn't exist? Shnei Achim. There were two brothers. There were two brothers. and There were two brothers, and one of them died. Let's say Reuben and Shimon, and Reuben died. And afterwards, a brother, Levi is born. So Levi was born after Reuben died. So this is the first example where everyone agrees. And then Shimon married this woman. Levi was already born after Reuben died. So the iser between Levi and Reuben's wife is there, is manifest. It's a brother-in-law, it's, it's a sister-in-law, and there's no people. Then Shimon married this woman. Um, and then afterwards, Shimon married, as Aisha's married Ruvin's wife. Then the mace, now Shimon died. Lady was around when Shimon married this woman is, um, the question is, can Levi not marry this woman? not, according to everybody, our version of the mission is Harishayna, we'll bring later another version. Harishayna, that means the wife of Reuben. The wife of Reuben cannot live with Levi because Levi was born after Reuben died, so he, she was, this is the wife of your brother, you weren't around when Reuben died. And therefore, Vahashnia, the other wife of Reuben, becomes now the tsara of an tsarasa It's her tsara. Therefore, they both are exempt from Yivum and Khalitsa, and they go free. What about also, Maimer? What about let's say Shimon went ahead, so Reuben died, and um, and then later was born. Shimon went ahead and did a Maimer to Reuben. A Maimer we learned before was Mehatara. How do you marry Is this law only through beer and um. What you did was you gave her kedushin, which doesn't mean anything when it comes to your in law. So it's only that there's some connection now between this woman and Shimon. So what happens? if and and then he died. Um, in other words, Shimon gave her kedushin. Reuven died. Shimon gave her kedushin, but they never had a chance to um, cement that relationship. Then Shniach lets him about this. So now Shimon Mahatayra never married Reuven's wife. Reuven's original wife is definitely also the lady who was born after Reuben died. But Reuben's original wife never married Shimon Mahatayra. So therefore Shimon's other wife has a Yibum. But it's as if Shimon married her because Shimon made a minor. And therefore it looks like the other wife of Shimon is that Sarah is a co-wife of someone who's forbidden to lady. So in that case, we say that, um, in that case, we say that lady is, uh, what do you call it? is totally, um, cannot marry um, Sh- uh, Shimon's wife as well, because Midra looks like she's a co wife. She isn't. So therefore, you need Chalitza no Dibo. says, those who have the version in our Mishnah that it's the first wife, first means Reuben's wife. I'm making a mistake. The one whose version of Mishnah Shnei is still talking about Ruben's wife, but we call her Shnei because it's the second marriage. I'm making a mistake. The one that says that it's just showing. I'm not making mistake. My the Shnei, the Shnei, the filler of one. That, that means what? The, the Reuben's wife, the first one who had to uh, look at the dinim of Yibum. Shimma died many years later. Mandatanish the second wife was still referring to Reuben's wife, the one is forbidden to lady. Lame Stam is not making a mistake. Why? Because my Shnia, Shne What does Shnia mean? Shnia means Shnea Linusui. It's um it's a second marriage. Milaya Skina the Gemara, aren't we talking about that? In other words, not second marriage. She is the second wife of Shimon. Says him, about, how do you know she's the same? And we're talking about Reuben's wife. Reuben, Shim was already married. Then he took on Reuben's wife. Says him, about, how do you know? How do you know that Shim was already married took on Reuben's wife? Mila Kinan could very well be the yavin. Could also be including a case where Shimon first married Reuben's wife. He was young. And then he took on another wife. So why are you calling Reuben's wife the second wife of Shimon? Maybe he's, he's the first wife. Ella, you know what Shniya means? Shniya bin It's her second marriage. So she's already married to Reuben and now she's married to Shimon. Either way, Labi is forbidden to Reuben's wife, and, the, and Shimon's other wife is considered the co wife of someone that is forbidden. says, the thing to say in Alan Mary, your brother in law, if he wasn't around when your husband died? I'm going to be no I'm across as a Posse. It starts off the whole, uh, the, the, the introducing the homies of Yibam, it starts off, the brothers are sitting together. So what do you mean together? What's the word come and tell you? So um, they were together in the world. They were, they were all living at the same time. Not somebody was born after Reuben passed away. Exempts or excludes a brother who wasn't around when Reuben died. Yachta, what does Yachta mean together? Which brothers? Remember, we learned before that it only applies to bro- paternal brothers, not to maternal brothers. And why is that? Yachta miyuchadim benachla. And that what? Rachi says that, that they each other. So the brothers, the paternal brothers yashin each other. Um, and also, yeah, Prat and, and also the Yashan there, Pratla achim This excludes the brothers of the mother. Raba, so that's how we know. It Says Yachtov ach all the Olyash, and each other, so it's paternal brothers. Raba, but says achim inovial. You know, know it's paternal brothers, we learn that like there is shuve ach Here it says ki yeshu achim yachtov, and we learn from bnei Yaakov that it says also over there that you know that, you know, that all the brothers were, were together because <clears throat> they said to Yosef shneim uh, shneim uh, osar achim bnei avinu. And there, are definitely they had different mothers, four mothers, but they all had the same father, Yaakov. So we see, Achim means paternal brothers. Malahal means not from the father. Well, let me name from mother. I'm coming up. Let me name also the father. Says the Gemara, if you're going to learn the Achim, Achim. There are other places which says Achim. For example, the Leilah Achim, Achim Me'aroyes. By Arayiz, it says, of your wife, and, the Erev of your brother's wife. And their brother—it does make no difference if it's a paternal brother or maternal brother. His wife is forbidden to you. So I will, how do you know to learn from the children of Yaakov that it means paternal brothers? Let's learn from Arayis. H is a Achiches, maternal brothers. Says so the Gemara, the wording is different. Don in Achim Achim. Here it says Yeshu Achim Achim Yachtof. Says the word Achim, and by uh, by Yeshu's brothers, it says name Asar Achim. So the same word. Over here, the erva, it says Achicha. Yeshu's Erved Achicha. Different word altogether. Don in Achim Achicha, different word. You don't make sure. exaggeration. It says the it's not true. My naf community, you we're so, so pedantic? says it says in the pasuk. Yeshua kind of returns after Tzara seven days to see what's going on let's say he saw that it spread in the walls of the house and then it says upah and it comes and he saw that it spread a week later so zui, Shiva zui, bia, you have the same laws by both even though here it says the word of shav, here it says the word of ba yet we make exer-shav. so we see the words don't be exactly the same it says the not correct there's no there's no other words it's not like you have a choice to make two gzera and one of them have the same word, one of them have different words. We said, you know, it makes no difference. It's not what's happening there. There's only one possibility there, so fine. Our <laughs> the If you only, if you have something which is similar, alfin. We learn out from something that is similar. <clears throat> In other words, if you have a choice of Achim Achim or Achim and Achicha, we will learn Achim Achim. So we know it's paternal brothers. It says the Gemara, is another place where it says brothers. The of Achva Achim the Light. Also, we have the same expression. He says, We are brothers. So it says the same thing over there. And by Light, Light was a nephew of Avram Avinu. We <clears throat> weren't paternal brothers at all. Says so, the Gemara, Stable. So, according to, and the question is, according to this, you should maybe the mitzvah should also apply to an aunt, right? Because he really says to Avram, we are brothers. Um, or Avram says, like, we are brothers. And and really, all he was was a nephew, which means that maybe when Torah says, Yeshua Achim it means that your uncle's wife, if, if the uncle passed away childless, that the, the, the nephew should marry her. Follow that logic. Same word. We are brothers. Avraham says to him, Light. It makes sense. It makes sense more to learn from Yaakov than to learn from Light. Why is that? It is extra. They could have just said that your servants are 12, um, that are 12 servants, the children of, of our Father. Why do you have to add the word brother? That's extra. The word Achim is extra. It's extra. Teach you this. Toah to Yibum, that's paternal brothers. So we have now two drushes to teach you that's paternal brothers. Either word Yachtav who inherit each other, and from the word from Achim. Um, why do we need both? we need the word Achim. We also need Yachtav because if only said Achim, how many people thought? If only said Achim, I would have thought? Let's learn Achva, Achva the light. Let's learn from light that even an ant is a mitzvah of Yibum. There's nothing extra there. Remember, we need extra words. Lie. <clears throat> it's not correct. It is extra. Avram didn't have to say to light, we are brothers. He was trying to say we're close. He could have written it anyway, we're good friends. Because Achim instead, he wrote brothers, and they're not actually brothers, just family. Shmame, no, laf, extra. That's what we would have thought. So let's look like that the mitzvah applies to an end. Therefore, Koseh Rachman Yachter has have the word that they're all equal. that they all Yashen together. From the, they all together, <clears throat> which doesn't apply to Light and to um, um, they, they all share the same Yerusha together. The father passed away. the same Yerusha. Light and Avram did not share the same Yerusha. Light Yashim, his father, which is Avram's brother, and Avram Yashen his father. And even if Avram's Light's father would have died early, prematurely and, uh, and light therefore with Yashin's grandfather, but it's not Light Yashling; it's his father Yashling, and he's is passing, and then it passes on to Light. Masheng and is, is Yashin directly from Terach. So they're not sharing the same illusion. And that, by, on the other hand, the brothers, paternal brothers, all share the same illusion. And that's why you need the word Yachtov to tell you don't learn from Light. So let's just say Yachtov. I would have thought that, you know what? The only time you have a mitzvah is that it's not only paternal brothers, but paternal and maternal. You need them both. Okay, true. Because by Yaakov Avino, we see that. Um, <clears throat> so we would have thought you both. And why would you think you need both? We would have thought, um, will, the more explain in a minute, why we'd have thought you need both paternal and maternal. That's why we need the language from Yaakov to tell you that we only have one father, Yaakov, for his mothers. So even if only is paternal fathers. Now, why would you have thought that it's Paternal and maternal. You need a special day to negate that. Why would you have thought? You must do with inheriting and we know that inheriting goes via the father, of the and not the mother. So why would you think that you need maternal brothers as well? Says the Gemara. I would have thought. I would have thought since the whole thing is a chiddush. The The whole idea, the whole idea of of Yivam, of Yibum is an unbelievable You're not allowed to live with your sister law Suddenly, not only you're allowed to, but there's a mitzvah. That's a phenomenal thing. So maybe I would have thought that it, When do you have that mitzvah? Only if you're so close. How are you so close? If you're paternal and maternal brothers, uh, that you are so close that you are related to them to Reuben who passed away but paternally and maternally. If you need Achim Achim to teach you from Bnei Yaakov that all you need is to share the same father. Now, whether there's a concept called zika or not, which means, of course, according to the trader, the only time you're connected to your system is when you uh, have relations, marital, intimate relations. But um, the question is, as soon as Reuben died, is this, is his, are his wives already attached to the brothers? Or really there's no connection to the brothers. Is a Mahlech is the Gemara in the Dharim, the Mishnah If, if uh, Reuben, let's say, it was Reuben and Shimon, Reuben passed, Reuben, Shimon, Levi, whatever, Reuben passed away, childless. Is now a mitzvah for Shimon, like Shimon, Levi, to marry this woman. Can Shimon annul her vows? A husband can annul a wife's vows where if it impacts the relationship. Can Shimon annul her vows or not? There are three opinions of the Gemara. And one opinion the Gemara says, that Rabbi Leza says, hundred percent he can know the vows because there is zika there's already an attachment at least between her and her future brother-in-law and therefore and her brother-in-law and therefore they can know the vows Rabbi Yeshua says it depends if there was if there's only one brother-in-law in waiting it's as if they're already connected and therefore he can know the vows if the two brothers brothers-in-law or more how do you know with which one he can she connect with she's only connected to one and since you don't know, therefore, they're not connected. Rabbi Kiva says, even if there's only one brother in law, there's ain Zika, there is no connection whatsoever. You know, there's a mitzvah, an obligation to marry her, but there's no connection yet. And therefore, neither of them can annul the vows. So that's a, a three tonight. We have another machlek, and the emotional literature is Rabbi Kiva. We have another machlek, is coming up later. where Let's say you have Reuben and Shivan Alevi, three brothers. And let's say um, Reuben married uh, a sister, uh, married a girl called Leah. And then, um, and he died. So now, um, um, uh, what do you call? Leia, (coughs) uh, what do you call? Leia now is obligated to marry Shimon O'Levi. And then one of them, Shimon O'Levi, married, before they married uh, Reuben's wife, the sister of Reuben's wife, not married, got engaged to the sister of Reuben's wife. Now, we tell according to you say we tell Shimon who got engaged to uh, Leah, Rachel's Ru- uh, uh, sorry to Ruchel, Leah's wife, say to her to Shimon, don't marry her, because if you marry her, then now she uh, Reuben's wife becomes the Achis erva, and she'll be a free woman, and she won't have givu mchalitza. He just denied her the mitzvah. Don't marry yet her sister. First, go ahead give chalitza to Reuben's wife, and then go ahead and marry. In other words. Um, um, uh, because he holds that, uh, what do call it? He holds that actually Sh- uh, Shimon cannot marry. Not only we encourage that, he's not allowed to marry um, um, the other the sister. You know why he's not allowed to marry sister? Because it's the, it's the Since he's already attached to Reuben's wife, how can you consummate a marriage to her sister? You know, they'll have two sisters as a wife. Because he holds that there's already, Mid-Rabon, at least, an attachment between Reuben's. A uh, former wife and the brother Shimon. So, Abudim say that believes in uh, what he called Yechzik, and obviously there's a Chachamim who argue and they hold Aizik. So that's the, What you have to have in mind. That's the Gemara. come come from the name of rab. He holds the name of rab. Sheymedes Yavam, a Yavama. The Gemara always calls a Sheymedes Yavam. Somebody's waiting in line for a brother law We call a Yavama. So this Yavama. Shem, uh, Shemesa, what happens if she died? Reuben died, and then his wife is now a Shemeris Yobam, waiting in prospect, and then she dies. Mutabima, the brothers-in-law are allowed to marry Reuben's wife's mother. Now, why shouldn't they marry wife? They're not connected to her at all. It's Reuven who was it's his mother. Shemin is not, not related. Ah, but if you're going to say that as soon as Reuben dies, this, his wife is already connected to Shemin, with Rabban, at least, he can no longer live with the mother in law because it's the, the mother in law of his wife. And even after she dies, it's the mother of his wife, you're not allowed to. So the fact that Rabban says he's allowed to live with the mother in law means that as long as he didn't marry Reuben's wife, there's no connection. Alma Kasabri holds Ainzi, there's no connection between Reuben's wife and all the brothers in law until they actually do something about it. Says the Gemara, why you be so vague? Let the come out straight away and say, There's no Zikr in the name of Rav. Say, that You would, want to know? That would be nebulous. You know why? I mean, I would have thought, You know what? It depends. I would have thought, You know, when we say that there's no attachment, and if there's two brothers, how do you know which one she's eventually going to end up with? So neither of them are considered attached. Honey, we would say the two brothers. If there's only one brother, like our Bishu's opinion, I told you, what happens if there's only uh, one brother? Then maybe Yeshika, since she's inevitably like, inevitable that she's going to marry him. So therefore they're already attached. And maybe he now lives with a mother. But that's why Rabhun spelled out, allowed to live with the mother, because well, no zika says the gibbara. So of, let's add another word to be clear, He should say, there's no attachment. even one brother, clear. And then we would know automatically know that the mother laws permitted. So again, we wouldn't, it wouldn't be so clear. Because he ha maka we I would have thought, I would have thought um, <clears throat> that, uh, he, that that you're telling me you're allowed to live with the mother. Why? Because you, you, you say there's no attachment between Shimon and Reuben's wife. So I would have thought in that case, Shimon can marry Reuben's wife's mother even while Reuben's wife is alive. Since you have no connection to Reuben's mother, to Reuben's wife yet, why can't you marry the mother? But we don't want you to. Why don't we want you to look? There's no attachment between you and Ruben's wife. Why? Because if you're gonna if you're gonna marry Ruben's wife's mother, you're gonna take away from Ruben's wife the ability to have the mitzvah. You you robbed her from a mitzvah, because now she is um, you know allowed to live with her. You know allowed to live with her because her, her mother is your wife. So we don't want you to take away. Um, <clears throat> Is that what it called? That mitzvah. Because I am he just said there's no Zika. I mean, I would have thought of a When Ruba's wife is alive, you can go ahead and marry a mother. Only in the case of when Reuben's wife died. In, but when Reuben's wife is alive, we don't want you to marry the mother. I, there's no attachment to Reuben's wife. Should also lavat mitzvah. I'm not going to go ahead and just rob somebody for the mitzvah of Yidub. Tanan, we learned. Yedem to it says in the Mishnah, if a Yavama passed away, <coughs> If uh, if if she Ruben's wife passed away, you're allowed to then marry his sister. Seems clearly from here, yeah, even a husband, if the wife passes away, you're allowed to marry his sister afterwards. But it says the Yavam is allowed to marry his sisters. So I would have thought, oh, it, it, it would have said a bigger chiddush, you're allowed to marry a mother. Because uh, a mother, if you're married to a woman and she passes away, you're not allowed to live with her mother. But if her, she passes away, you are allowed to live with a sister. So if you're going to tell me about Yevomah, that there was a, there was a, a um a, um it seems from here that um, that, uh, that Yivoma, if she passed away, you're not allowed to live with the mother, as if you were attached to her already, and therefore the mother becomes also forevermore. A kasher says you are only allowed a sister. Only sister, the mother. So the Ravuna says that you're allowed to live with the mother after she died who well, I didn't feel Obama the truth of the matter is you're making an inference which is incorrect you're allowed to live even with her mother because you were never attached to her personally and if you love the mother so how come it says you're allowed to live with the sister? So I'll tell you why he says the I did it on the, because it says <clears throat> um race it says in the beginning, a, a Reuben is married to a woman. is amazing, and she passed away. You're allowed to then live with your wife's sister, and there is only a sister. There, by Reuben, if his wife passed away, you're not allowed to live with her mother afterwards, because the Torah says that is also forevermore. The east the, the, the of a mother in law is also from the Torah. It makes no difference if your wife is still alive or not still alive. Her mother's forbidden be forevermore, but a sister is permitted. Um, <clears throat> by it says in by a sister it says while she's alive clearly in the passage but after she passed away a lot of the sister so in that case it, it's only talking about the sisters so when we talk about the brother-in-law we still talk about the sister but actually makes no difference sister and mother-in-law she was never your wife and therefore you can marry her so that's what Huna argues okay that's the view of what Huna in the name of that comes along and says and later on, the moral says the name of Shmuel. Avudah says, Shemesa." Mm-hmm. This Yavam who died also—you're not allowed to. Shima is not allowed to live with the mother that girl because he believes you're already connected to her as like your mother-in-law. he holds? he holds. Shmuel holds that there is a connection. Says the same question. Just clearly spell it out. No, if he would have just said, Yes, Zika, I could have argued, I would have thought only if there's only one brother. So it's obvious that she's gonna end up with him. But there were two brothers, we don't know where she's gonna end up. Maybe there's no connection. When <speaking> when are arguing in that case over there, I told you before, about um, about you know, we tell the brother. Don't marry the sister. You don't consummate the sister because Ruben's wife is Ruben's wife passed away, and then Shimon and Lady three brothers, and then a lady goes ahead and gets engaged with um, with um, let's say Ruben's wife's sister. And we tell them, don't consummate it because you have a mitzvah and you're not allowed to live with her a And that's talking about there were two brothers in. And Rabban, and, and you nobody know, holds he yes zikah by two brothers, but I say ain't zikah. So we see that Rabban hold that um, that the rabbi said hold that yesh zikah even by two brothers. So why would you think when Rabbi Yehuda says that the zikah only meant limited to one brother? So the whole argument of yes zikah, ain't zikah, but say two brothers, pliggy. Eliyahu says, if I knew it would have just said there was Zika, I might, might have concluded that I would have thought, okay, while Ruma's wife is alive, it's wrong to marry Reuben's wife's mother, because it's a very weak, there's some kind of relation, but it's weak. If Ruma's wife passes away, then why shouldn't you marry your mother? I would have thought, I would have thought that any connection there might have been there is gone, vanished. It just doesn't disappear. Once there's a connection, it just doesn't disappear like that. Once there's a connection between you and the mother-in-law, then that connection remains to the mother-in-law. Therefore, you cannot live together. That's why we got to spell it out. I, I could bring a proof. The same thing we asked before. Question of the one who holds. That ain't Zika will use as a proof to say to the one who says, Yes, zika. I'll bring a proof. It says, If the sister in law passes away, you're not allowed to marry your sister. Why doesn't it say, Begifesh, you're allowed marry your mother? It's clear, you're not allowed to marry your mother because there's a Zika and the mother remains us forever. Bachaysi. Only the sister of the mother does not approve that there's already a connection between you and and the and Yuvamah. The, and, and, and therefore, your mother is forbidden. There's no, no proof. Really? He could have married the mother as well, because there's never no proof of it. Maybe you can argue there's no connection and you could live with the mother. So why do we just say you can live with the sister after she died? since we're talking about initially about the husband himself. And there it's only with the sister of his wife, not the mother's wife. Shame mutaba the sister, only apply to the sister. Ava not the mother, an even after you know, somebody's wife passes away, you're now live with the mother. So now we say, it was <laughs> mentioned to his sister as well. Masi Rabun Abachi asked the question. It says, What happens? So a Mishnah later on. What happens let's say, if Shimon went ahead? Um, sorry, it's an a Mishnah. What happens if he went ahead and he made a Maimon? Right? So Shimon went ahead and did, made some kind of connection to Ruba's wife. So now they're sort of connected. And then Shimon dies. So now, not only is Levi, the brother who wasn't around when Reuben died, cannot live with Reuben's wife, but the other woman, wife of Shimon becomes the co-wife of Atzara, because with Rabbana they're connected already, and therefore Zubin. sounds to me the only reason why they have a connection is because Shimon went ahead and did a maimer. If Shimon would not have done the maimer, then there would have been no connection and uh, and Levi would marry Shimon's wife. Doesn't that prove that there is no zika proof to more. Time. The only reason is the, love of a the only reason why Shimon has a connection with Ruva's wife is because he gave a Kadush. Sounds like of a if he would not have given a Kadush. Then, then it's as if there's no connection whatsoever. And even though Ruva's wife is forbidden to Lady, but Shimon's wife is permitted to Lady. That she can even marry Lady because there's no connection between Shimon and Ruva's wife. So we see clues from It's the Maima that made the connection. If you can argue that why there's a connection automatically as soon as Reuben dies. The connection of the brothers, the connection would have made her connected to Shivan, and then Shimon's other wife would be the, the co-wife of a woman that is forbidden to lay be. Oh, but that's not really a question. You know why? Because who had deemed the same thing with the same outcome would have been Even if Shimon would not have made the overtures of giving her condition, it would be the same result because there's already a connection between Reuben's wife and Shimon, and therefore Shimon's other wife becomes the co-wife of someone who's forbidden to Levi, because Levi wasn't born yet when Reuben died, and therefore she's also forbidden. So why does the Mishnah talk about a case of a (laughs) reminder? So still, the din would be the same thing that Shimon's other wife, the co-wife. Cannot go ahead and marry Levi because she's the co-wife of Atzarah. On the other hand, she needs a chalitza because Mahatayra. This whole idea of Zika is only with Rabban. the rabbanu. the Ruma's wife has no connection to Shimon, so therefore Mahatayra there's still a bond between Shimon's wife and the brother Levi. So therefore, but we don't want because look, she's a co-wife of at least of someone who's forbidden to Levi. So therefore, we do chalitza. So why does the Mishnah talk about him? also when it's the same result whether he did a Maim or not? You know why he says Maiman? For different reasons altogether. This comes to negate the opinion of Meishamai. Because Meishamai is of the opinion that you don't have to wait for Bia to make her your wife. Meishamai holds if you gave her Kedushin, she's your wife. So according to Meishamai, if, if Shima would have given Kedushin uh, to Reuven's wife, then this woman now is totally Shima's wife. And if it's totally uh, Shima's wife, then the co wife not only cannot marry ladies, she cannot, doesn't even need Chalitza. Because she's the co-wife of someone that's forbidden to levi, that's why the Mishnah says to tell you that no Shama is wrong. It's only midrabbon. Therefore Shimon's otherwise at least needs chalitza. he says my can you come? One more thing. a question. Actually we'll stop here for tomorrow.